Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings and memories, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and hopefully yours as well. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me is almost always is Mr. Ken Knapsack. Almost always, uh, I am here to make sure uh, people from Naboo are squished by droids what I do best. Our last episode, we had some characters who weren't particularly good at fighting. 
I promised some characters who are good at fighting, and I failed. Uh, we have some characters who are better at fighting than our last episode, uh, where we had C.O. Bibble from Naboo and a Gonk droid. These characters are a little bit better at fighting. We're still kind of in that prequel pocket. I've been doing a lot okay. of prequel characters because the prequels, okay I think that. it's strange because the original trilogy was a little bit more focused. Yes. And George Lucas, I think, had 8 million ideas yeah. in the prequels, one of the things that makes them a little bit messy. But it means he's generated a lot of good characters for weird fight <laughs> Star Wars podcast. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I promise the next episode we're going to get back to maybe some Force Awakens or maybe get back to some original sure. trilogy characters. Sure. But we're going to dive deep into some prequel fun. And I think uh, I will say this is a big supporter of the prequels. A prequel wound. Oh, wow. There, there's, for me, this is going to be some processing. Wow. Of some of the prequels stuff that even I can't accept. Right. Okay. Okay. Do you feel do you feel, feel ready? I feel ready. I'm you're, getting you're, my Google uh, machine you your, up here. You got your Google ready. All right. Yep. We're ready to go. Yep. So uh our first combatant is Lama Su. Lama Su. Lama Su. Uh, now you of course know exactly who Lama Su is yes, right away again. Yes. yes. So this is what Databank Brawl has, uh, Databank Brawl, this is what StarWars.com Databank has to say, if you're tuning in for the first time for some reason. Uh, we find all of the information on StarWars.com Databank, so it is fresh and new, it is nice and canonical, then sometimes we get some weird flavor from Wikipedia, but we pull these descriptions of our combatants directly from StarWars.com, run by Lucasfilm. This is what the Databank has to say about Lamas who right now. The lanky prime minister of remote Kamino, Lamasu oversaw the creation of the Galactic Republic's first clone armies. That effort gave his storm-swept homeworld influence in the Republic, but also made it a target of the separatist military. So not a lot there on Lamasu. Uh, a lot of times the databank has like a lot of flavor about the characters, uh, but sometimes a, a character is just so interesting, even though there's not much there in databank, I want to yeah. pull them in. So Lamasu is, uh, I think most people who would listen to this pretty deep Star Wars podcast know, it's from Kamino, right? Like the yeah. databank says, is one of the creators of the clone army. Right. Long necks. Uh, so do you have anything pulled up there on Wikipedia? Uh, Wikipedia lists Lamasu as uh, 2.29 meters, potentially the tallest we've had on this oh, wow. uh, show. Um <clears throat> Not happy, not happy with the quote. I'll say uh, it is from uh, his assistant, uh, Ton Wee. Says, "May I present Lama Su, Prime Minister of Camino?" That, that's bullshit. That's, that's not, not his quote. quote. That's not his quote. That's not his quote. The quote about him. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's a come on, Rick Lee exposition quote. Yeah. I, I want something good from Lama Bull. Su. This is the this is the character that Obi Wan yeah. has a weird, fun, awkward conversation with yes. while they sit in spoons. In spoons. Spoons. Uh, yeah, so there's nothing else there. Um, now, uh, Lamasu does have some kind of armor on. Okay. Um, trying to get uh, Lama. Uh, trying to get where was that? Lamasu, tall, lanky. Sue <laughs> um, uh, wore white armor that covered his chest and shoulders. Oh. A long collar protected the Kaminian prime minister's neck as well as his uh, back of his head. So oh, it did protect his neck. That's super yeah, important. that is important. That is important there. So, yeah, a little bit on Lama Sue. Okay. I so, color black with white pupils. I color black with white pupils yes. in Weird Blinken. Yes. What was you... I've never talked to you about this in all of our Star Wars yeah, talking, yeah. I don't think, of how you feel about 
the Kaminoan clone makers. The, the Kaminoan clone makers. I I gotta say, I actually like them. Um, the whole story of the formations of the clones wasn't the greatest. I still find it so weird. And the Clone Wars cartoon tried to do a little bit more to explain what happened to Zyphodeus and everything. But I yeah. felt there was a real just giant. Maybe if not a plot hole, just a thread left dangling. Yeah, absolutely. So that leaves a somewhat of a bad taste in my mouth. But the design of the uh, race on Camino, uh, Lama Sue and Tanwi, I actually liked. Yeah, I think there's something really successful about them, yeah. and that they're very slow and peaceful, but they seemed threatening. Yes, yes. And I think a little bit to attack the clone's credit. Yeah. The perspective of our hero Obi Wan Kenobi, who we've always known as a mentor. Yeah who has no idea what's going on, it makes Lama Su a little creepy. Like, Lama Su mm-hmm. might have something up his very long sleeve that Obi-Wan has no idea about. I And I remember sitting in the theater the first time and seeing this happen in Clones, and the reveal was so intriguing to me that, that well, Jedi, this Zyphodeus paid for these clones. Like, what are you talking about? You don't know. You, what do you mean you never heard? And it was a big point of, like, what are these... <clears throat> Kimonians know yeah. that the Jedi don't know. Yeah, and that they're cloners for other people. Their planet has been removed right. from the Jedi archive, so clearly they're remote. Right. Uh, right. A, a kind of an right. ongoing Star Wars planet uh, problem where planets get to be right. more and more remote. Right, right, right. But certainly Kamino is remote. Um, they must have other clients, or maybe they just said, right. like, oh, we, we sure. had a little cloning jobs, but now sifo came. This is the biggest one yet, yeah. Through the manipulation of the Sith, we now know, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and create this whole clone army. But yeah, but the actual character, I felt like, you know, some of the design in Phantom Menace of uh, more CGI characters I wasn't down with. This is clearly a CGI character that could never have appeared in the original trilogy. Right. But the first time I saw Attack the Clones, I liked the design. I was behind it, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're kind of creepy and milky and those big eyes. It seems like they got secrets. And Kamino itself was interesting to me, too. Oh, yeah, the water planet. Well, yeah. Liked That's it a lot. And the great. rain. And it was a fun level to play on uh, Battlefront 2 back in the day. <laughs> it's what I, I measure how, what I like planets in the prequels or not. Okay, so. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, all right. Positive. Positive. Let's, let's test ourselves. Do we okay. remember a Lama Sue quote? Uh, the Master Sifo-Dyas, right? Yeah, something about Sifo-Dyas. The I clones were ordered by Master Sifo-Dyas. Yeah. Yeah, and it is that floaty, like, I, maybe that's a part of the what's uh, scary about them is their voice. It feels like you have called up, depending on where you live, Time Warner Cable or Comcast, and yeah. somebody is just fucking with you. <laughs> they would have the voice of Lama Sue of like, I'm sorry, you yeah. did not pay for the HBO bundle. <laughs> and you know you did. And they're you, like, I'm sorry. You don't know? Press me again and I will kill you. <laughs> like, there's something about that in Lama Sue. Yeah, I can, get, I can agree with that. Okay. All right. So our next combatant mm-hmm. is my, I think, I'm gonna, this is going to be bold. Yeah. My least favorite thing in all of Star Wars. Wow. So I'm biased going right in. Here we go. Foden Bead. Foden Bead. Um, I know it. How do you spell it again? F-O-D-E and B-E-E-D. They are the pod racer commentators. In Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... Unfortunately, uh, voiced by Greg Proops, because I'm a fan of Greg Proops. He's a great comedian. I love Greg Proops, and not his fault. Here's what Databank says, and then we'll get into it. Uh, Databank has this to say about Foden Bead. Flamboyant, 
colorful and not always too accurate. Fode and Bede were the popular announcers of the Boonta Eve pod race. The two were well-suited for their chosen vocation. They were a two-headed alien that shared a single body. Fode, whose skin was tinted red, provided commentary in an easy, basic drawl, while Bede, the green-hued head, provided counterpoint in Hatice. It's like, okay, a little bit more uh, method to their madness that I didn't mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ever pick up that one was speaking in basic or English, right. as we say, here on Earth planet. Right. Uh, and one of them is speaking in Hatice. But for me, uh, I don't like it when Star Wars veers into real world too yeah. much. It's an elegant part of Star Wars of how do you invoke real world stuff while still making it seem like a galaxy that's far, far away. Right. And they were so not a far, far away. They were right up in our laps. They were morning DJs. Yeah, and, and as a former morning DJ, I can tell you that annoys the hell out of me. <laughs> um, species Troig, like you said, at 1.96 meters. Bead being the red one. Fode being the green one. And I'm just looking at the design. That's so bad. <laughs> so bad. And they wave their, they've got long necks uh, like Lama Sue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, describe them a little bit. You got the picture. Long, up. long necks. So they're, they're, um, they're dressed in what you would call normal tattooing garb. A lot of browns and, uh, so leathers. like Jedi. <laughs> Jedi. Um, and, uh, four arms, uh, long, like tall. I mean, almost as tall as Lama Sue. It's those two heads and they're oversized comical heads. <laughs> There's nothing, uh, <laughs> Poor Greg Proops. He had a, 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 a saddled playing this yeah. character. Um, Sebulba's in the lead. Yay! <laughs> Just and the pod race itself is is a pretty good sequence. Yeah, it's it's cut together, yeah. but masterfully. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, there's, there's the untimely uh, fart in it, and it, 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 from that creature. But oh, that yeah, shot yeah, yeah. of the flags and everyone marching out is a pretty epic shot. I like the pod race. I even kind of like the Tuscan Raiders showing up. Oh, the Tuscan Raiders are great. Or a Sing or taking a the Sing pot shot. Yeah. yeah. Or she doesn't take the pot. The Tuscan Raiders take the pot shot. Or yeah. Sing watches Jawas in a, in a good way. I was okay with the Jawas showing up there. <laughs> yeah. We like a lot of the pod racers. Yeah. We don't like some of them. <laughs> ben Quadraneros is power couplings. Yeah. Thumbs down on Ben Quadraneros. Yeah. Thumbs way up on Team Topeglius the Drunk. Right. Right. And I like Sebulba, <laughs> but, Sebulba, but that whole sequence uh, was, was marred by this character, Fodes and Bede. Yeah. Now, help my memory. I'm going to diminish myself as, as prequel mm. guy here, but yeah. they have a straight up Chris Farley joke, and it's either. That's gonna. Uh, oh, it is. It's. I don't care what galaxy you're from. That's gotta hurt. hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I. I almost thought for a moment in my mind was that's gonna leave a mark. Which is the other. Yeah. Which is like I don't care what galaxy you're from. That's gotta hurt. And it so breaks the fourth wall. It breaks the fifth, sixth. That is the problem. It yeah. Breaks it all. Yeah. And what could have been a good scene, a good sequence, and for the most part, I say has some great moments. Is marred by that. It turns it into just a joke. It turns it into a sketch. The whole thing to me. Yeah, and it's Anakin. To... This is the first time Anakin shows his true power. Yeah, 
This is the moment. He wins the pod race, and you got you got some mistimed wizards and um, <laughs> some uh, you know Kitster doing a little dance, and and <laughs> Warwick Davis is a baby Greedo doing a dance, and and you got Jabba you know throwing biting the head off a frog, and spitting it on a on the on the gong, you know, falling asleep, falling asleep. Yeah, young sexy Bib Fortuna's yeah. got to wake him up. Yeah, there's this is this a lot of misfires, and this is. Like you said, perhaps the biggest one. Yeah, so you, you do not have a positive relationship to Foden Bead. not. You I do, do not. not have the Foden Bead Black Series. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you and I together. But I almost would buy it. Next year when they have their Black Series action figure vote-in contest, oh, yeah. let's try to flood it with Foden Bead and see what happens. Absolutely. We There's need to do little that. Star Wars Absolutely trolls. Absolutely, we need to do that. All right, do you have any other memories or reactions that you want to share before we uh, we fight these long-necked bastards? I don't. Here's the quote, by the way, from oh, yeah. Fode. It Please. just says, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Fode. <gasps> Wikipedia, the wildlands Doesn't have of Star quote. Wars knowledge. Half accurate, half Doesn't not at this point. They, they just won't even, because Fode has a lot to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, comedian Scott Capurro also uh, played one of the heads as well. Should be noted. Did Look, the Hatties, I take it? Maybe, maybe. I'm looking at the behind the scenes there. Mm. All right. So there's two people to not blame. <laughs> two, two people to forgive. <laughs> oh, no. He also appears in the Freemaker Adventures. Oh, really? Foden Bede does? Yeah. I've only watched the first episode, so in the episode now... episode titled Race on Tattooing. Okay, well, now I have to hate oh, watch the rest and see if oh, Foden Bead is improved upon my. from what it can be. All right, this is perhaps okay. the most biased databank brawl that I've gone oh. into, because I just told you I like one of the characters and I don't yeah. like the other. They've got long necks, but we're going to paint a picture for you in the theater of your mind. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Right. Now, this is weird because yeah. uh, Foden B, I think Foden B to have to go to Camino because Lama Lamasu ain't going to leave. Lama Su doesn't leave. There's right? no need. So I no think here, here's my yeah. justification. Yeah. I think Jabba, he is high on whatever he is smoking out of his snackquarium. Right. And he's like, I like Foden Bead. Nobody else likes Foden Bead. That's the, that makes sense of it all. Yeah. Jabba, with all of his hut power, thinks they're funny. And he's like, I don't want you to die someday. I'm going to send you to Camino to get cloned. (laughs) Because I always need everything narrated by this two-headed asshole. So he sends Fode and Bede on a ship to Camino. Mm -hmm. Tons of credits. Tons of money. Right. Some spice, even. Right. And to to give to Lamasu to try to convince Lamasu... To clone Foden Bede. I don't think Lamasu is receptive to this. How do you think Lamasu reacts? No, first it took a while for Foden Bede to get past Ton Wei and everyone in the front. <laughs> um, they landed on the wrong platform. <laughs> um, they narrated. We're looking for Lamasu! <laughs> and they're like, not here, wrong platform. This is not the right platform. I don't care what planet you're from, this is confusing. <laughs> it's so, all water. So they finally get there, and Ton Wei like, walks in. I have Fodes and Bede here for you. Who is Fodes and Bede? I do not know. Um, the, that, that's, a, that's a separate comic book, their adventures to get to see. Lamasu. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's their wacky races, yeah. So I think, I think they meet on the spoons. I think that's Lamasu. <laughs> exactly. Lamasu's not going to come out for nobody. The Betty Crocker, the white Betty Crocker spoons lower from the ceiling. <laughs> um, Lamasu sits down, and it's just kind of like, who are you? What do you want from me? What have you come here for? And they dump out just a bunch of crap that Jabba's given. Yeah. It's like, well, we'd like to be cloned. We're very powerful to the Jedi or Jabba's uh, operations and entertainment. And then I think which one is it? Bede who uh, mm. Bede is <laughs> which is more acceptable. But yeah, it's too late. She's already been annoyed yeah. by Fode. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so so that's when it's so that's that's where we're at. But Lama Sue's not quick to temper. No, very measured, very we're even. Going to find out what's going on. He's he's going to ask. Yeah, so I think just says, "Oh, so going to ask." He, I think yeah. he's going to continue his interrogation. All right. So 
What He's it, asking, so what, what has Jabba sent you, sent these trinkets for? I'm doing a bad Lama Sioux voice. I, there's a little gravel to the voice, oh, if yeah. I remember. Um, and they're trying to explain again. Well, we've got, we've got these, you know, it doesn't matter what part of the galaxy you're from, these trinkets are the best. Yeah, here are frogs that Jabba likes to eat. Right. And Lama Sioux's like, what the hell do I do with this? I'm a distant cousin to them. <laughs> yeah, we're still kind of, we're an amphibious... They're not amphibious people, but they respect yeah. amphibians because yeah. water all over Kamehameha. Right, right. Yeah. And it's the, they're the long neck team. Lama yeah. Su, uh, them, yeah. Foden Bede, and Jarl Poof. And it's on that, Jarl Poof indeed. Um, and it's on that note, right away, Lama Su's like, I don't believe, I don't think you belong here. And Fodes is like, what do you mean? Look at our <laughs> necks. We're the same. We're the same. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Lama Sue is at this point, like, uh, a- asked the questions. Said, uh, I don't understand the money you're bringing me. This is not right. what we accept. We don't we, accept, like, frogs and trinkets and some credits, but we don't accept this. Yeah. And no need for it. I just, in general, like, I, I run a good business. I decide who and what I want to clone and who I right. work with, right? Right. And, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to bring more of you into the galaxy. I think yeah. Lamasu thinks and says, I think very politely, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we cannot do business. Yeah. And I think Foden Beat have some pressure on them. Because A lot of pressure. Jabba's been like, Jabba's right. You, you, you have to yeah. get yourself cloned. I love you, but I don't love you enough that you will be free from consequences if you come back right. uncloned. Absolutely. So Foden B, they're normally like waka waka waka, but they're yeah. like oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, they they immediately start freaking out. Yeah. But Lama Sue, their heads are waving around waving like around. crazy. Nah. <laughs> um, um, immediately, and then Lama Sue's like he's not taking it. So he has Tonwi, please send for our security force. I imagine the Caminos, Caminoans, Caminoans have some kind of security team. They got armor. I think they get, you know, uh, it yeah. Could, it could even yeah, some be other... some rejected clones, some models that didn't quite work yeah. out. Uh, but he's sending for them. And Tonway tries. She's there as well. Just kind of like, hey, you know, you get time to go. Yeah. Time to go. Meeting's over. And uh, I think initially they get up. Fodes and Bede get up. They know they're not going to win. In their heads, they're not going to win any <laughs> combat trial here they're right. not gonna they're, they're, they're gonna go they get to about the door and that's when they spin around and and it's fight or flight oh you think it's fight or flight okay because because they know they, they they go back to jabba uncloned and empty-handed so to speak it might be rancor yeah i think that they think i i agree with fight or flight i think they think charm they think they're charming totally they think people like them yeah and they think this is not going well but we can just charm our way out of this. So oh, I yeah. think they just start rapping like uh, like a, any sentient species trying to pick up another sentient species member at a bar. And I think Lama Su, mm-hmm. it offends Lama Su so much yeah. that cancels the order for assistance. Oh, He's yeah. Like, no, doesn't need normally, any help. Normally, I fought hard to get to my position mm-hmm. of being in charge of all cloning in the galaxy. Right. I wear armor for a reason. I was just going to say that. My arms look spindly, but you're stupid. Yeah. And I think that she 
raises. Lamassu is a he. Is it a he or is, is it a, a she? Let's clarify that there. Yeah. But, uh, I believe Lamassu is a he. I want to make sure we get that Yeah, right. I don't want to misgender Lamassu. We don't want to cause problems with Lamassu. But while you're looking it up, yep. I would say Lamassu raises both fists and I think punches both heads. <laughs> so they crack together. Male, male communion. Okay. I apologize for misgendering Lamassu. So he punches them both, mm-hmm. and their heads crack together. Oh, that's a They bad. know they're in trouble, but they still think charm's going to work, and they pull out another Chris Farley line and say, well, that's going to leave a mark. <laughs> um, which I believe originally was a John Candy line, too, so they're, yeah. they're hacking a hack, <laughs> number one, which is bad. Um, so, yeah, so are they? do they fall to the ground? What do they do? I think their heads crack together. I think they try to play it off, and we have this interesting combat, which we've never really had before, where Lama Su has stated, no, this is a fight now, and right. I'm going to punch you until you accept you're in a fight. So I think uh, he punched, yeah. the heads crack together, like, blah, blah, blah. They try to make it funny. And so I think, okay, well, now it's time for a gut shot. Right. I don't really know exactly what, uh, what Foden Bead look like uh, at gut level. Um, but I would imagine they come from Tatooine. They're not armored. They're, They're probably no. open. Got some pants on. Got some pants? Got All right. Space pants. So I think Lama Su does a nice gut shot, like a shoot air out of your mouth because you got pummeled in the gut. Right. And they both, I think, first, huh, and then in Hatis, huh. <laughs> and it is yeah. pleasing to hear them moan in pain at it's those just a different octaves. Belt. It's a big sensible belt <laughs> that Fodes and Beat have right. on their So she trousers. punches them right under the sensible belt. Yes. Not in the crotch, but just right right in the wherever their diaphragm yeah, is so yeah. those horrible noises don't come out anymore. Right. I think now but Foden Bead realized they're in a fight. Now now it starts to become fight or flight. And they've got four arms. Yeah. Um, can't use them as well as Grievous does. Though <laughs> one, could, one could argue Grievous doesn't use them that well to begin with. He uses three for show and one for fighting. Not yeah. smart. Yeah, not smart. Um, so I think they start swinging back into action, and they actually manage to block Lamasu's punches. Okay, so Lamasu Four hands them. better than two. Right, so now they're blocking, and now Lamasu realizes, oh, I'm in a fight. They're, they, right. They've got some actual... Right. fight in them. And I think maybe we suddenly realize that Fode uh, has been putting on airs right. with his big waggy DJ voice. <laughs> and maybe he's like, all right then. And like right. we realize, oh, oh okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I punched the obnoxious out of you at least. Yes. And now you're going to speak at a normal octave. Right. So Ton, we sked- skedaddles away to maybe go get some help at this point. Um, but I think then um, there's nothing in the room for Fodes and or Bead to use. No, it's just spoons. It's just those big space spoons. <laughs> um, so uh, I think they kind of continue to press their advantage with four forearms on. Yeah, two. this is just fists and necks. That's yeah. what this fight is about. Right. Except for also we know that Lamasu has armor. And that's where the fight starts to turn. Fode punches high and hits Lamasu in the armor. So in the armor. The, one in the neck of, armor. Yeah, in the neck armor. So there's a scream of pain. From Lamasu? No, from, from Fode. From Fode uh, which causes Bede to turn and it causes a moment of pause. Yeah. And that's when Lamasu, with, uh, with some strength, at, at that height... And with that, those legs and arms, there's some strength behind them. Yeah. Um, you think spindly, like you said, but really they, they're powerful alien creatures. You know, it could be, there's a lot of muscle st- strength in there. Pushes them 
Fotan bead into one of the the chairs. The oh, it pushes him into the spoon. In the spoon chairs. Gets him lowered, right? Gets him lowered, just kind of almost grabs him by that sensible belt, the back of it, and just tosses just him. Just tosses him, right. Okay, and then I think, you know, we've got some long neck creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got these long, reaching limbs. Yeah. But they also have heads. And yeah. I think that Lama Sue realizes this is maybe a head-butting battle. So she's got yeah. him a little lowered. So I think she just brings her head down like a hammer. Right. Like when you like that bird that always drinks water. Yes. And I think she just hammers Fode. I think she's concentrated <laughs> on Fode because he's more obnoxious. But unlike a relaxing office trinket, this one is painful and uh, bloody. <laughs> Ow. That's going to leave a mark. Those spoons. That's going to leave a mark. going to leave a mark. <laughs> um, those, those spoon chairs are hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's hurting it's hurting Fode's head. It's hurting both of their ass. I don't know what um, blood color, the color of the blood that Fode <laughs> bleeds, but I don't think it's pretty. Okay, so I think then... It's uh, bubbling up. Just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fode is... Yeah. Th- this is kind of not two people fighting. This is uh-huh. three people fighting. I think right. Fode is dying. <laughs> yes. Fode's brain is being smashed by Lamasu's brutal headbutts. Yes. And beads like, crap time to go i'm oh yeah right so just got to get out of here just escape yes. you said fight or flight now it's flight it's flight right so i think bead realizes all of lama Su's attention is on the fode head right so i think bead swings his head around and i think he bites lama Su's exposed arm gotcha just to get some pain mm-hmm. just to get him to stop like it's a, a, so, a frog in a snack quarry. yeah Ichuta, he says in, yeah. he, in huttese and he bites Right. Lamasu has to stop headbutting. Yeah. And you think they get up and they make a run for it? They do make a run for it. Yeah. And so those hallways, one of the best things I like about Camino is kind of those beautiful hallways. I like the stark white. white design and its impressive facility there. Um, <laughs> they're running through those screaming, and Fode's head is just bloody mess. It's Fode's knocked flopping. unconscious. Maybe yeah. is dead. Maybe dead. It's just flopping. Fode may be dead. We don't, we can't, we can't even get close enough to them to figure it out. The two arms dead. are trying to kind of keep hold it, it up. up. Yeah, hold it up. But it's not going well. It's ugly. Blood this is, is ugly. Blood is gurgling out from Fode's forehead. Yeah, this is brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're running through the, just imagine those beautiful, <laughs> serene, white Camino hallways and all you hear is, there's this bloody yeah. two-headed creature running through. And I think Lamas who's yelling to everyone, they're mine, right. they're mine. Lamas who's offended. Yeah. So they're passing other denizens of Camino. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe a wayward clone. I have to imagine there were some clone troopers that just didn't quite work out. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're featured in the Clone Wars. Yeah. And uh, the janitor ones and everything. But I think, yep. yeah, so there's some ones that are just like, like what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that kind of mess. And Lamas is like, stay out of there. These ones are mine. Yeah. And I think, you know, those halls are so slick. I think Lamas is about to catch up. And yeah. uh, I'll just say bead now because Fode's barely with Fode's us. Fode's barely with us. Bleeding, gurgling. So blood is gurgling. Gurgling, now. gurgling Fode. Yeah. Bead slips on those smooth, smooth hallways. I don't know kind of That Lamas yeah. footwear, whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. is made for long runs. <laughs> And I think Bead falls and whacks his head. Oh man! So Bead's out. He's, it's it's ringing in there. Okay. It's ringing in there. Uh, okay, just whacks his head. Uh, I think Lama Sue's going to reach down. I think Lama Sue's going to grab Bead's neck with both hands, right, and start squeezing. Right. Now, I think at this point, yeah, I want to take your temperature okay. on, on who who you think should win. 
Because, like, look, I want to I wanna, uh, weigh not only our opinions of these characters, yeah. but their abilities. Who should win? It's Lama Sue straight and through. Right? It's, it's always been Lama Sue. It's always been Lama Sue. I know we want to sometimes, we like choosing the underdogs. We like yeah. choosing our favorite characters. That's part of the reason I put this together. I know yeah. I hate these characters, but I thought, look, they've all got long necks. They're all spindly. But let's face Who it. Who might win? If one of your defining characteristic characteristics of your outfit is a sensible belt for Tatooine, <laughs> and you're facing a, a regal and respected leader of a strong, proud alien race who wears armor all the time and deals with Jedis. They somehow built cities on a planet of water. Deals they are with made of stern stuff. Darth Tyrannus couldn't even best these. I mean, you know, they, they bossed him around too yeah. a little bit there. Um, there's just sometimes it is what it is, Joseph, and sometimes you're going to have to end it as you see. The question I have for you is: Is Fode's sacrifice enough for Lama Sue? Can or, he go, or does or she they, need to make Fode pay more? Right. Or but so if Fode if the Fode head dies, which is a question many Star Wars fans have asked themselves before, if the Fode head dies, can Bead live and go on? And I Lama think so. Sue say, you have learned your lesson. Go back oh, to Oh, can Java. she let Bede live? Uh, he, yes. Yeah, he. he, he I apologize, yeah, you really, Lama Sue. You really want to turn Lama I don't Sue know what's female. wrong with me. Yeah, when I was very young, I thought all dogs were boys and all cats were girls, and That's I clearly have some issues. I apologize. Relatively true. For misgendering Lama Sue. Um, I think Lama Sue picks them up. Okay, so she she chokes bead a little bit just mm-hmm. to let you know, like I could do this. I could do this, and you can't even run. Yeah, Fode here. is dying out, and bead is like in the hutties. I don't know what it translates, but it's basically saying, "Please don't kill me." The Mom. opposite of a <laughs> Um Yeah, please don't kill me. Nobody, 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 nobody. Um, and. There's a lot of citizens of Camino, denizens of Caminos that called them around Tanwees there. And like, holy Some crap. misplaced clones, some leftover clones, some other Camino, uh, Camino ones. Um, and Lama Su looks around, and, and he's a leader. He's a respected leader. So he's already done some brutal things. He's got his revenge or got his victory here. Right. And, and that's like, I think he's, he gives a speech, like a go back to your hideous slug master and tell him. Uh, the good people of Camino cannot be bought for yeah. your vile services. We are cloners. We take money, but we decide who and what we clone. Right. And you are very rude. Yeah. One head might be dead. Right. Collect yourself and go. Right. So here's what I think happens for the dramatic twist. Yeah. I think Bede is like, mm-hmm. which is like, okay. Next time we should... Kill the Hutties head. <laughs> but this works. So I think uh, uh, Bede uses forearms. Right. Pulls himself up by sensible health. Right. <laughs> right. Struggles and is starting to walk out. Yeah. Fode wakes up. Oh, no. Messes everything Comes up. Comes to. It's like, y'all are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you all look like dicks and y'all are dicks. <laughs> and now... Now Lama Sue has to make a decision. Yeah. So I think, uh, Fode says this, just as they're running out onto the platform, it is raining on Camino as it often is. Lama Sue's rage cannot be contained. Right. 
I think Lamasu runs out after Foden Bede. He's like, Bede can live, Foden must die. <laughs> and I think that Lamasu yeah. takes the armor off his own neck, and I think he grabs Fode's head. Right. And he uses his own neck armor as leverage, <laughs> as irony, and uses it to snap Fode's neck. No. So Fode's out. Fode's gone. Dead. Bead, bead may live. Disconnected. Yep. So I think Bead scampers back to whatever mm. crappy junker ship that uh, yep. Jabba gave him. Yep. Bead is happy. Right. To live without Fode. Free. Yep. Maybe. He can get a translator droid. But. F- to Bede, call the races. Bede knows he can't go back to Jabba. Right. I don't think he returns to Jabba. Oh, so you think he goes somewhere else? I think he ends up on Takadana. <laughs> so you, I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think Fode has Bede's broken mm-hmm. neck and head mm-hmm. cut off yep. and solderized. Yep. I think he has a, the head of a protocol droid installed. Right. Where Fode once was. Yep. So that droid can speak basic. Right. And I think he goes to Tokodano, mm-hmm. and he, he just hangs out and enjoys drinking and yep. playing to Jarek. There's no, there's no questions asked at Maz Kanata's castle, and uh, there's no fighting there, really. It's, no. It's a place for pirates and smugglers and weird travel, where, weary travels just to, uh, to, to meet up and have a safe time, and that's where, that's where Bede finds himself. And Bede can ask respectfully, would you like some color commentary on the pod racing you're watching? Right. And when, when species say no, he respects that. And when species it. say yes, he's like, all right. Yeah. Without anything wacky. Yeah. In Hatis, yep. I will give you a respectful translation respectful of translation. this pod race. Lesson learned. And that is why, come Return of the Jedi, <laughs> you do not see Fodes and or Bede in Ooh. Jabba's palace. Exactly. It all makes sense canonically. Yep. yep. <laughs> we're just trying to make Pablo Hidalgo's life easier. Just trying to make it all make sense. Right. We're part of the story group, basically. <laughs> Essentially, that's what we're doing here. We already told him what happened to Seal Bibble last episode. Yep. Now we know what happens to Foden Bede. Yep. And next episode, we'll find out what happens to maybe some more likable characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, for uh, Kenan, for uh, joining me in what is basically just a, a violent assassination of the my least like Star Wars character, which I feel bad. I feel I'm, I helped you. Yeah, I'm the yeah. positive Star Wars guy, and there was there yeah. was some negativity here. That's fine. I think that was I a broke, good side. I broke an neck. I, I, uh, good to see you go to the dark side yeah. a little bit. And I like that. <laughs> I like that. I feel better now. The power. I didn't know the power. Ken, where can people find you on ye old internet? You can find me daydreaming about Mons Kanata's castle actually being real uh, at Ken Napsock. Uh, across all social media platforms. Find me on Twitter. Uh, that's where I'm uh, most active currently because uh, Twitter's still a thing. It hasn't been replaced yet. <laughs> Peach tried. It didn't oh, work. Oh, good God, didn't it? Yeah, nope. No Peach, no Elo, no nothing. No. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joseph Scrimshaw. Uh, you can find and like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time that we violently kill a character that some of us might not like and some of us might like, as Luke Skywalker once said while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.